Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I am one of your hosts and alongside me, I have Alberto Casayas. Say hi. How's it going, people? It's going pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited to uh, have our guest here with us today, all from uh, all the way from way up north in Canada land. We're going to find out all about Brad. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Uh, you'll notice that Jim is not with us, at least not yet. He uh, had something come up last minute for the day. And so we're going to move on without him because we were looking forward so much to getting to chat with Brad that we did not want to miss up the opportunity for that with that being said let's uh let's kind of talk about what's going on right now in the cutiverse alberto you have anything going on oh man there's a lot going on um let's just get the call outs and and what the what's going on in the in the keto world i mean what danny vega finally released his uh his workout program which is mm-hmm. to be quite honest the the only and first thing i've ever bought with the name keto on it a ketogenic muscle intelligence program uh, I kind of thought about it, talked to you about it. You, you're you're very well familiar with Danny Vega, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm just going to go for it. So I mean, it was seemed like a fair deal. Uh, it came with a ton of information. I'm still kind of unpacking all the all the digital downloads and you know the workouts and everything. And I'm kind of looking forward to to like a you know we go to the gym and 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 we do what we do, but this is like guidance from someone who is certifiable and also keto. So I think that kind of kind of carries a lot of weight. That was a good pun, wasn't it? <laughs> And then uh, let's not yeah. let's not ignore our, our good friend uh, Gorman, who who just launched his podcast, good old Gormy mm-hmm. uh, Fat Guy Forum. Who also the the episode that dropped today had fellow member uh, Keto Man's Club member Miles Russell on it, and I got about halfway to listen to that. A really great story there, and don't wanna don't wanna leave them out. He's our buddy, you know. He's gonna do really good. He's if you haven't listened to the Fat Guy Forum, I think he's on his third or fourth episode. I've already listened to all of them. It'll change the way you look at things, man. He's doing a really good job. Yeah, he he is a really genuine soul. I loved getting to spend the time that we did with him uh, during KetoCon, and uh, it was uh, really great to to really dig into to meet him d- uh, on a on a personal, real level, uh, even beyond what we did on the podcast uh, before uh, KetoCon. So it was it was great, and so I'm so excited for him on the the uh, podcast being successful. Um, if you haven't gone to subscribe to it, go ahead, go, uh, take the time, pause ours if you need, as long as you come back, uh, and find fat guy forum, uh, subscribe to it. You won't regret it. Uh, so I get, yeah, it's been a crazy week, uh, lots of things going on, um, in general. Let's see. I, I gosh, I'm totally like yeah, just like how much time with we life <laughs> yeah was it, um, uh, uh, josh when we interviewed josh k a lot of life is happening a lot of life he had a great way of putting mm-hmm. it there's a lot of life happening yeah. right now <laughs> yep yep that's it exactly that's it exactly um so yeah uh, let's um 
I did want to very quickly uh, read one of our reviews because we haven't done that in a little while. And uh, we've got some several good reviews. In fact, actually, um, I, I'm going to this one. This one has a little a tiny bit of criticalness to it. So uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and actually give that to, to Alberto. To and this review is from I'm going to butcher this name. So I'm going to I'm going to apologize right now. Um, Piran Piran Asius Adius. Uh, I'm going to apologize again for that. But uh, his review was good podcast, good info, good stories, and relevant information about the lifestyle. Some of the guys have poor audio quality, which is my only problem with a podcast that is produced by someone who does it for a living. Alberto asked for the negatives, and he still gave us five stars. That is a negative. I did ask for them, and I read it, and I appreciate it. And yeah, we're working on all that. You know, it's a, it's kind of a, a growing thing and you got to start somewhere. And step one isn't always the greatest step, but much like all the journeys that we go through, it's hopefully by episode 100, we got it all sorted out. <laughs> yeah, there will be some equipment purchases on, on different ones of us uh, to uh, make sure that we're uh, doing the best that we can to uh, sound the best that we can. I also will make sure that I'm... I, staying on top of it and doing what I can to, to clean it up when I possibly can. Uh, sometimes it's just not very possible when you're using a, a, a phone or, you know, whatever we're using to record for the day. So um, technology is great, but sometimes it has its limitations. Anyway, yeah, we are thankful for the reviews that we get, whatever those reviews may be, positive or negative. And I want to remind you to go out and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Uh, we uh, really want you to be able to to know when we release these. These are these are coming out weekly on Wednesdays. Um, sometimes not first thing in the morning like I would like them to, uh, but always on Wednesday. And we will uh, continue with that and get it into your hands as as best as we can, uh, because these stories uh, for the people that we're speaking with are important, and I think they they. They matter and actually have some bearing for for uh, other folks and and will encourage uh, and inform, which is what we want. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into uh, into our guest today. Today we have Brad Pond on the phone, uh, on the phone, on the podcast, and we're uh, going to dig into his story. He's one of the uh, members of the site. Alberto, I think you know a little bit more about him, so why don't you give us some backstory as best as you can, and then we'll ask him to fill in the gaps. No, I'll just I'll just name the the two very most important things. Uh, one, he's our very first Canadian, and two, he's the very first person to actually reach out to us to request to be on the podcast. And uh, I know we've had a bunch of interactions uh, or in the man's club, but uh, I mean, I'm nothing terribly personal. So this is going to be kind. Of, this is going to be kind of fun because uh, there's, yeah, I, I really don't know a whole lot about him, but I'm I'm kind of getting excited to to, to talk to the guy who reached out to us and said, hey, let me get my story out there. It's going to be good. Well, now I sound yeah, like an absolutely. attention getter. I. <laughs> hey, somebody has to be the first, right? The first podcast wasn't great. We had quality sound quality issues. Now you're our first person to reach out, so you can only go up from there. <laughs> Perfect. Like I said, I just wanted to be the first Canadian, and I'm looking at this list. I, I've listened to every episode that you guys have done. I was super pumped when I heard you guys were starting a podcast, and then I'm like, oh man, I'd, I'd like to be a guest on there. And then I'm listening, and I hear Gourmet on there, and then David Blackow. And then Aaron today and the Keto Savage. And I'm like, how do I follow these guys? 
but uh, I'm just I'm just happy to be here. So absolutely well and and the way that you can be here is just be yourself because that's all we ask of you that's all any of our listeners should ask of you um we uh we're all just people we're we're here to uh to to talk about it so let's go ahead and dig in uh so brad who are you you're you're obviously from you know way up north uh you know pretty much opposite us and um and and all that but give us uh, some more details about you know who you are where you came from um just uh the 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 backstory that's necessary to paint the picture of uh your keto journey sure so I am 44 years old. I have a four and a half year old girl and a two and a half year old boy. Congratulations, by the way, Alberto, on your, uh, on oh, your newest you edition. Much. I know sleep is a premium at the Pond household. I imagine it is at yours too. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I live in Okotoks, Alberta, which is just a suburb of Calgary. And I am a realtor. I just had my 20th year anniversary. And before that, I ran a health club, Pro Bodies Health and Fitness, which is, it was the old Gold's Gym in Calgary and probably the more most hardcore gym back in the day. You know, a lot of the WWF wrestlers and I guess WWE now, but WWF wrestlers and powerlifters and a lot of guys that would do guys and girls that would do uh, bodybuilding shows and everything. So I lived that life. I lived that lifestyle. Um, you know, and I guess just to kind of rewind a little bit, I was always a bigger kid. I was 10 and a half pounds when I was born and, and, uh, you know, always the bigger kid, not freakishly overweight or anything, but then high school rolled around and I, I got out of shape. And, uh, my last year of high school, I decided to, to hit the weights and, uh, I had worked out kind of off and on even before that. I was always kind of obsessed with, with lifting and, and, and things. And, uh, and then when I moved to Calgary from a smaller town, I, uh, I got a job at, at Pro Bodies and I kind of worked my way up from cleaning equipment to um, management. And I really, really enjoyed that lifestyle, obviously. I mean, you know, you're basically getting paid to, to visit and, uh, you know, work out and eat six, seven times a day and, and just basically be a meathead. Um, but that wasn't paying the bills. And I decided to take the jump when I was almost 24 and jump into real estate. And, uh, that first year in real estate, I, um, I, you know, I kind of went from, you know, eating every two and three hours, you know, boiling chicken breast cause fat was the devil and, and, and everything. And, and it was like, you know, I went from that to burgers at the drive through eating on the go. And I, I gained a pile of weight back and, uh, I just kind of went from there, you know, cheeseburgers and beers and, and pizza and, uh, you know, I've, I've lost the weight and it's found me, uh, over the years a couple times and, um, nothing's really worked until I, until I found keto. I even did Atkins back in, geez, I guess that would have been about 2006 and, uh, you know, not counting macros or anything like that, you know, living off ground beef and mayonnaise, but you know, I was, I, I was also single. So, you know, you go out and you howl at the moon and, and, and have a couple of beers. So you're, you're eating high fat, low carb for four days a week. And then you're out tomcatting at night. And it's just not, it just doesn't work. Right. Um, so fast forward a little bit. Um, I was up to about, I, I think I got as high. I stopped weighing myself to be honest. Um, but I got up as high as around, I'd say about 320 and, um, I would work out. I'd go on a good run for two, three, four weeks. And, you know, you kind of rev your metabolism, you get hungry, 
and you kind of eat like you used to when you were 23 and lifting big, big, big weights. And, you know, then you'd kind of maybe stop going to the gym for a week here and there. Or you'd have an ache and pain and stop or you'd get busy with work and you'd still keep eating those calories. So I got um, bigger, stronger. I, you know, I, 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 I carry a lot of muscle on me naturally. And, um, you know, I, I just, I would gain the weight and I didn't gain weight like a lot of guys do, where you just gain it on your belly. I, I, I kind of gained it everywhere. You kind of blow up like a tick. And, uh, yeah, it was funny about, so February, January 24th, 2017, my son was born February 9th, 2017, uh, was the day that kind of changed my life. Um, not two weeks before we were talking about uh, the Atkins diet and how bad it was, my wife and I, and, and, uh, you know, she said, can you imagine just eating fat, and no carbs? I said, oh, I know it's crazy <laughs> that people would do that. And then fast forward about two, three weeks later, uh, I was up walking the floor with my son while my, my, uh, my wife slept and I was reading Tim Ferriss's book, Tools of Titans. And, uh, I mentioned it on the, on the Facebook group the other day, he introduced Dr. Dominic D'Agostino and, uh, this, his claim to fame is, uh, or one of them, I mean, among other things, but he, he did a five day fast and then ended up pulling something like 600 pounds off the ground or, and then he, he did 500 for 10 or something. I thought, okay, well, this guy's clearly on cocaine and anadrol because that's, you, you can't do that. It's impossible. And, uh, you know, and then you just, you kind of, I kind of read more and listened more and I really kind of dove deep into reading up on this ketogenic lifestyle. And, um, you know, everybody from the two keto dudes, which are another podcast and, uh, you know, Danny Vega and even Mark Sisson and all those guys. I just, I drive around a lot. I'm a realtor and I'm just, I'm always listening to podcasts and I, I did a ton of research on it. And like I said, with the conversation I had with my wife, I, I said, I, I, I didn't want to tell her. <laughs> so I just, I kind of <laughs> wanted to do a little bit of, bit of an experiment by myself. And, and, uh, uh, during our sleep deprivation with our, with our newborn son and a, and a toddler, um, I just was saying, you know what, I'm not, not really that hungry today. So we would have your, you know, your healthy North American meal of, you know, say a chicken breast, rice and broccoli. And I would just say, you know, d d don't worry, I'm not going to eat the rice today. And then when she wasn't looking, I put a little bit of butter or olive oil on my vegetables. And it just, man, it clicked right from day one. I, I don't think I experienced any keto flu because I was so sleep deprived at the time. Anyways, I didn't really notice it. And I was, I was busy with real estate and I just kind of powered through it. And, uh, I dropped, I think it was 14 pounds in the first six days. Now I, I'm not oh, wow. naive enough to, to know that that's all fat. I mean, I know that was water and a lot of inflammation and, and, and everything in my body, but, uh, it just worked. And, and even my wife looked at me and she's a bit of a chubby chaser, to be honest. And, and she kind of looked at me and was like, what is, what is up with you? And, uh, so I had to break down and tell her and she said, well, you know, is it healthy? And I said, yes, it is. And, and, uh, yeah, so fast forward, she, she, she got behind it and she noticed my energy levels. I, I have an autoimmune disorder, which is, it's pretty low on the autoimmune, uh, spectrum, but it's my thyroid. Uh, it's just a thyroid issue. And, uh, yeah, so I, you know, I, I can kind of, uh, bonk pretty easy with my energy and, uh, keto is just really, really just kind of taking care of a lot of that stuff. So 
uh, the rest is history, really. You know, I just I kind of went full bore with it. And uh, it was funny because about I, I can't really remember the timeline right now, but I was down about 30 pounds and was really happy. And I had a, 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 a an appointment to see my doctor and Amber, that's my wife. She said, well, what's going to happen if the doctor says that your blood is bad and your cholesterols are up and, you know, all your vitals are, are kind of going to hell. And I said, I don't care. I, I, I'm going to keep with this. And and she got very upset with me, um, you know, being a newer dad and, and everything. And, and uh, but I said, you know, I, I don't care. I feel great. I feel healthy. And, and frankly, I don't care what, what my cholesterol say or my, my blood sugars say or, or anything like that, because, you know, I, I'd rather die with energy and, and, uh, you know, 30 pounds lighter. Fast forward now, I'm 70 pounds lighter. And, and my doctor was blown away at that checkup. She said, you know, how are you, Brad? And, and she's this, she's this little Indian lady that I think she studied over in London. So she kind of looks down her glasses at me sometimes. And she said, you know, how are you doing? I said, well, I'm good. I'm down 30 pounds and I've started doing a ketogenic diet. And she rolled her eyes at me. And I said, what? She said, that's hard on your kidneys. It's, it's high protein. I said, it's actually not high protein. It's, it's moderate protein and high fat. And her eyes got bigger and she said, high fat. I said, yeah, you show me anywhere in the world that says that high fat is bad for you. Any true, 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 pure science that says that. And she, she kind of changed the subject and, and she said, well, your cholesterols have all improved. Your, your good cholesterol's gone up and bad cholesterol's gone down and your sugars are amazing. And I said, well, you know, the, the proof is in the pudding. And she said, well, and your trans fats are, are, they're almost zero. And well, maybe not almost <laughs> zero, but they, they were quite low. And I said, see, and she goes, yeah, but you don't eat a lot of fast food and saturated fats. And I said, well, it's and always I don't, something. but I, but I wanted to bug her. And I said, well, I, I eat about six pounds of bacon a week, which I don't, but I wanted to kind of drive that point home. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she hasn't argued, uh, since every time she sees me, it's just, uh, you know, how's everything, but you know, my, my dad has seven brothers and sisters and they're all diabetic. Um, it, it, it doesn't run in my family at gallops. So that's something that's always been a really big concern of mine. And, um, yeah, I, I really feel it's given me a real new hope. Right. And, and, and I love keto because it's just so, it's just so easy, you know, and I'm all about the path of least resistance. I love what you said before the podcast, um, of your friend, what did he say? Instead of busy life is full. Is that what you said? Uh, there's a lot of right life now. happening. A lot of life yeah, happening. Yeah. I love that. I, I'm big into buzzwords and and uh, and uh, and ways of saying things better. I, I don't like the word busy. I think we glorify busy, but at the same time, there's a lot of life happening. And uh, you know, when you're a dad and you're running a business and you're and you know you're trying to be a good husband and everything, I don't have time to spend um, you know three hours a day in the gym, and and I I, I don't even meal prep. Like I I eat. My lunch is is leftover dinner from the night before, or I go out to eat, and it's just it's easy. If I'm busy, I don't eat. If I'm, <laughs> you know, I, there's none of this foolishness of I haven't eaten in three hours. I'm starting to get shaky now, and I'm starting to get hangry. And you know, isn't I, that fascinating? I, 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 oh my god! I, you know, I used to carry granola bars in my pockets in, in my suits when I was showing houses because I, you know, I, I didn't want to get hangry and, and grumpy in front of my clients. And now it's like, yeah. you know, for me, the easiest way to fast is just get really, really busy with work. 
I agree with that 100%. We actually just had a visitor over for the weekend, and, and she was, like, you know, kind of poking and prodding. She was curious, and she's like, well, isn't all that fat bad for you? I'm like, could be. I go, you know, you're going to still eat sugar. I was like, well, if you, if you eliminate all sugar, I'm like, you're all good. And, and it kind of kind of yeah. went it kind of went back to that too. It was just you know the it, there's always, it's always something. And, you know, and I could tell she was curious and she was kind of poking and prodding, but the conversation it didn't really get too far. Like she she kind of was just waiting for the negative to come out, and there was really no negative in the conversation. So she's like, okay, well, yeah, that sounds cool, I guess. No, <laughs> it, it it's like a secret weapon, and I, I'm not secretive of it. I I don't try to preach it too much, just because frankly I'm tired of of arguing with people. Um, but you know, it's that secret weapon of, I don't need to eat every three hours. I'm not going to shrink. You know, I, I do have that nineties big mentality where, you know, it's almost like a bigorexia. Um, but you know, you, you don't have to eat 600 grams of protein and, and, and 8,000 calories and, and it's just easy, 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 you know, and, and fat and salt are not the enemy. And I'm not a big faster, but I've I mentioned this again on, on the Facebook group. I'll never forget it. I remember sitting, I, I, I enjoy, and you guys can bust my job. I, I enjoy a spin class every now and then, uh, you know, once a week just to kind of really kind of rev the, the cardio. And I remember I did a 40-hour fast and I followed it up Sunday morning with a spin class. So I hadn't eaten in 40 hours. I had salt and coffee. And um, I'm sitting there on, on, before class and there's a, a, a lady there. She was a little overweight and she was eating granola and yogurt before her spin class. And I could just, I could read her mind. You know, she was going, I need to get my energy up before I do this and burn energy. So I'm taking in a bunch of calories. I'm raising my insulin levels before I try to burn some calories and, you know, burn some body fat. And I'm sitting there spinning away with this big, uh, you know, poop eating grin. Sorry, I'm trying to keep it clean. Uh, you know, and I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm just going, man, oh man. And I, you know, I kind of pinched my little, well, not my little, it's still, it's still not, it's still pretty big, but I pinched my love handle and I was like, this is what I'm burning off today. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this out today. And it's just so cool, you know? So yeah, sorry. I kind of rambled on a little bit there, but no, oh, no, no, worries. Uh, we, we were taking we, it. Let's say, uh, t- taking a step back, um, and this is something like one of my big takeaways, and I talked about it when, during my interview, was uh, Dr. Sean Baker said it. Uh, he was saying, and you know, going back to what you were saying about your doctor and what, how we were talking about a minute ago, saying like, you know, your, your daily human performance is a far better indicator of health than the five, 10 minutes you get to spend with any doctor. And probably not word for word what he said, but that's kind of the point he was getting at. And, you know, and I, I also had quote unquote, had an autoimmune disease that keto completely took care of. So I, I know that feeling of like complete elation, like, like, wow, like it was this simple the whole time. And, and I just, I never knew, you know, no one ever told yeah. me. And so then I, no. I get that. I, and probably I, and say, and just like you were saying, the only time my doctor ever stopped typing to it, look me in the eyes was the day I told him I stopped taking my medication and he was not happy. Yeah. either. <laughs> no, no. He, he, no, he wasn't I, happy, I, but he couldn't refute the fact that you are healthier than you ever have been. And your ulcerative colitis is completely in check right now where you've gotten zero symptoms and it's been over a year. And he doesn't know why, because he hasn't tried to accept and understand that food is medicine. And that's crazy yeah. to me. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it your story certainly can is be. absolutely it, it, incredible. It, it, and like with any autoimmune disease, like there's levels, right? So about 
I may have gotten lucky and, you know, mine may have never gotten that bad. And, you know, there are other people who it, it's, it's that terrible and, and they suffer and there's nothing they're going to be able to do to fix it. But, you know, the answer could be as simple as staying very strict to one specific way of eating. And you know what? It, it may not cure, quote unquote, cure. Don't say cure in the ulcerative colitis crowd because you'll get bad. No. <laughs> it might not, quote unquote, cure <laughs> your issues, but I promise you it's going to make them like 10 times better. It, it will. That that I can almost guarantee. I'd be willing to bet a paycheck on it. Yeah. And the interesting thing no, about it's... my experience, which I don't think I really talked about that much, was because uh, I hadn't been to the doctor in a while. So I actually had a colonoscopy scheduled and lab scheduled. So and this was like sometime around July. This is when I went to see him when he was typing and decided to stop typing and actually look me in the eyes. So six months prior to that, I ate nothing but red meat and water because i was like trying my hardest to stack the decks against myself you know i'm like look I go, yeah. this is gonna kill me it's gonna kill me like i know what terrible feels like so so i, I went on my hardcore carnivore stint 95 percent beef five percent bacon and chicken wings everything else only drank water and unsweet tea and coffee because i figured okay like if this is gonna be bad for me you know they're sticking the camera up there if it's gonna be bad we're gonna find out real quick <laughs> cleanest results I've ever had, cleanest blood work I've ever had. And, and even my wife, you know, we got done, you know, you have your kind of, you, you you get past the thing, you can actually eat again. And she was like, where are we going? I'm like, Brotherton's barbecue. <laughs> I'm like, it got me here. I'm yeah. sticking with it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, your story is absolutely incredible. And my, my hat's off to you, my friend, because that's, uh, oh, that's substantial. You. But you know, I know two people now, yourself and, and my old training partner that, uh, that had that. And both times it's been cured by diet. Now he went the juicing route. Um, and, and I'm not saying that that, but, both times it's been diet and you know these these complex carbs and 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 everything i always knew it too you know like my guts they'll they they kind of feel a little destroyed when i when i you know used to eat carbs and i'd be a bold-faced liar if i sat here right now and told you guys that i don't that i haven't raided you know the kids pantry and uh you know had their rice crispy treats or whatever uh you know late at night but i i, I do keep it to a dull dull roar but uh, yeah, next day, man, I pay for it. So um, mm-hmm. it, it's just you know those those carbs can really wreak havoc on, on you. So oh, for um, sure, and, and, and I'm yeah. sure you can uh, you can agree too. Like in, in certain times when people are just like, oh, I went on vacation and I'm going to have all this. I, all I can think of in my head is like, well, that'd be a good way for me to ruin three days of vacation <laughs> if I were to if I were to try to well, slip up and enjoy the moment. There'd be no enjoyment at all. No, the stakes are much, much higher for you. No pun intended. Hey, because, um, you know, for you, it's, it's the ultimate pain, right? I mean, you're, 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 you're crippled over in pain for three days after, after a carb cheat. For me, it's just shame and guilt and, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, maybe a couple extra trips to the bathroom or whatever that day. But man, you know, you talk about just an efficient system with keto. You're just, it, it's just so efficient. And, it, it kind of bugs me because I've you know, I've had a lot of my friends reach out to me over the, over the last two years, going, you know, what are you doing? What do you do? And you know, what about this these keto shakes and this and that? And what do you what do you do for desserts? And just keep it simple, man. Just you know, meats. Don't shy away from the fats. Don't don't shy away from the skin. Eat your veggies if you want, and drink your water, and don't be afraid of salt. It, it, eat when you're hungry. And don't worry about intermittent fasting until you get fully fat adapted. You know, why suffer, right? It's, 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 it's not a diet. It's a way of life and it's a way of eating. And, uh, it's just so, it's just so simple. I love it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, let's kind of talk specifics here. We've we've gotten a lot of your story uh, out, and I, I'm loving it. I, I I don't mind that one bit. It, you you've made it really easy for us to hear who Brad is, and that's that's really cool. Um, so you've with with autoimmune diseases, uh, you you tend to get more blood work, more tests, and things like that. What has uh, what have your biomarkers done? What has your thyroid uh, things that you 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 have to monitor? What are those results showing? Uh, what are the felt uh, benefits? What are you know? What are you seeing both on paper and off in terms of your physical health? So all um, all cholesterols have improved. So the good cholesterols are are up. Uh, the bads are down. Um, uh, triglycerides are they hit the floor and uh blood sugar levels are are um below normal blood pressure is awesome uh you know what's cool is i donated blood i try to donate blood as often as i can i donated blood on monday i went um i fa- had a fasted workout um had some salt and some branch chain amino acids, which you guys might roll your eyes at, but I was just like, you know what? They're in the cupboard. They've been there forever. And I kind of need to, to hydrate a little bit more today. So I just threw that in with some pink salt kind of as a treat. Then for lunch, I had a steak. I donated blood and they, they check your hemoglobin and iron levels. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Like she kind of gave me a wink and was like, you know, they're, they're through the roof kind of thing. And then afterwards, you know, I used to, I used to have the guilt-free cookies afterwards, right? Cause, cause you donated blood and you needed to get your blood sugar levels <laughs> up. And, uh, that's another thing too. It was cool, right? Cause everyone's like, you're not going to have cookie or juice yeah. or, 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 you know, a Coke or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, so sorry, a bit of a sidetrack there, but no, they, they've all improved. Uh, unfortunately, um, my thyroid is the only thing that really hasn't, you know, I was really hoping that with this in the weight loss that it would kind of correct itself, but I'm still on meds for that. Uh, we aren't all superhuman like Alberto. Um, <laughs> guys, tougher than boiled owl. I mean, who, who, who decides he's going to go for a 5k run? Just, <laughs> just gonna go for a run and then tomorrow i'm gonna deadlift a truck for 100 reps <laughs> you know <laughs> i guess i guess it's me yeah yeah Work, working out next to alberto has been eye-opening to say the very very least yeah. uh um, and now on, on the note of the, of the donating blood, I do it regularly because I'm on testosterone replacement. And so one of the ways that I keep my hematocrit in check is just naturally helping people out by donating yeah. blood. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm O negative. So they really need my blood because oh, good for I'm you. unique. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things I'll be doing that tomorrow, but they always kind of, I always feel like they're, they're giving me a little bit of side eye whenever all I do is get some water. Yeah sit in the waiting area for that five minutes that they want to make sure that you're not going to like pass out on them. And yeah. I'm like, I have not eaten in 16 hours. And at this point in time, I'm totally fine without your sugar laden, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't, I try not to make a big deal out of it, but they, you know, they expect that you're going to carb out and like, there's zero, like there are zero carb in non carby uh, you know, snack items that are there. And I, I always want to talk to them about it because they, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, okay. But then I'm like, eh, 
I'll just take the movie ticket and I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get movie tickets? We don't get movie tickets. Uh, our uh, our uh, local place they do a pretty good job of trying to make you know give added incentives. Now because I'm uh, like tomorrow I will be going. I'm, I've got to I've got to block out the time I was scheduled actually to do it today and just couldn't make it out. But uh, the uh, they they they're needing O negative blood, and so like if you're O negative and you come out. You'll get, you know, an extra. You'll get a movie ticket to Alamo Draft House, which is one of our our locals. And oh, nice! So they've, they've got a lot Alamo of Alamo Draft House. The irony there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Hey, hey, you know, it, again, another. You know, it's always like popcorn or you know, or a movie ticket where you're going to have carby, you know, foods. Or, yeah. You know those types of things. So, uh, it's all around yeah. you. Too. It, yeah. It's funny because the first time I had given blood uh, as as uh, a key. Tonian, um, I was I was really scared because the first time I ever ever gave blood, I was young, I was a dumb meathead, and I went with my sister who's who's a few years older than me and much much more mature. And uh, I went in after a leg workout, hockey is all get up. I had my post workout shake, and I gave blood. And I remember I almost hit the bricks just because I I, I kind of got up too fast or whatever. So that's always been in the back of my mind, even though I've just given my 25th donation. Um, so the first time I gave blood a, a, as a ketogenic person, I was terrified. Like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this. You don't eat carbs. This is just, and, uh, you know, can I get you a, 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 a soda? Well, I'm from Canada, so they say pop, but, uh, you know, can I get you a pop? And, and I'm like, no, I, th- I think I'm good. <laughs> it was almost like a question, right? And, uh, well, can I get you cookies? No, I'm good. Well, can I get you chips? No, I'm good. And they almost, like I said, they, they almost kind of get offended. And, uh, when you sit there in your little five minute purgatory, you know, and you're just yeah. like, oh, can I go? I got stuff to do. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, wrap me up yeah. and get me exactly. out of here. That's it. That's it. Exactly. I, I always just want to jump out of the chair and like, yeah. okay, I'm good. Like, yeah. I totally know I'm good. Um, and, and I, I go ahead and I, you know, I, I, I at least wait a couple of minutes. Like I get a little yeah, cup of too. water and sip on it and, you know, take my time, but yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> yeah, make, yeah. make them happy. Um, yeah, uh, yeah I don't mind. But if I don't skip down the hall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if I can walk from the chair to the lounge and I don't skip mm-hmm. down the hallway on my lips, I'm good. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's so, hilarious. um, you talk about carbs being all around you and stuff. And Alberto, I, I, I know your wife's vegetarian, right? Or vegan? Vegetarian. She's Is not he? that crazy. Yeah. No, no. So, uh, and, and I don't know about you, Chris, but you know, we have young kids and I, you know, we keep them on a, a pretty low sugar diet, but as you guys know, mm-hmm. it's all around. And I, I certainly mm-hmm. don't want my kids to be that weird kid that, you know, can eat nothing but avocados. Right. Treat. You know what I mean? I don't want to be that guy, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's tough kind of being, I'm really the only um, ketogenic person in the family. So that's, that's sometimes a challenge. And I, I've made mention it on the group before. I, I'm one of the only people in the world that can joke about his wife's weight. My wife is five, seven. Um, she, and she fights to be 120 pounds and she eats wow. like a 300 pound linebacker. Like it's unbelievable. Last night she went for a McDonald's run at 930 at night. You know, so that's, you know, that's a challenge, right? But she's yeah. super supportive too, right? And she's, you know, she does, she does, I'd say, well, I mean, she does the, the majority of the cooking. I cook, uh, you know, two or three or four times a week sometimes, depending on the week. Um, certainly not afraid of, of being in the kitchen, but, um, 
yeah, she just knows, you know, don't, don't put rice or potatoes or pasta on my plate and, and, uh, give daddy the big piece of chicken or, or the big piece of steak. <laughs> so it's, it's it pretty easy in that regard. So. Yeah, we don't have too many too many issues or problems with that here, and I, and I'm sure you can attest to the fact that like just you eating the way you eat has a big effect on what your wife and kids eat. Maybe not so much your wife because she's a metabolic freak, but she is. But, uh, but like the kids, like you know, it. like like my kids, for example, like every time they eat something, they look at me like, Dad, like does this have sugar in it? And I'm like, Yeah, it has sugar in it. Like, is it bad for me? I'm like, Yeah. Bad for me is not necessarily bad for you. And, and if no. you were to look in our pantry, look at our yeah, there's snacks in there. Dude, we still have candy from Halloween from last year. Where I mean, we're in July. Yeah. You know, like they they yeah. just it's just not the way we eat as a family. So so it, it just kind of it just kind of like cascades its way down. Yeah, I also don't want to make food um, any sort of taboo or um, you know forbidden fruit. You know, I, like my even my four and a half year old, she's four and a half going on thirty, and um, you know, she, she, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, ever since she's been about two and a half, three years old, she knows that daddy's keto. And um, I don't tell her, you know, daddy eats keto because he's a fat bastard. You know, daddy eats keto because <laughs> sugars, sugars don't make me feel healthy is what I tell her, right? So, you know, she wants to eat that. That's fine. You know, everything in moderation. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I don't want my kids to have some weird um, relationship with food. Yeah. You know, and I and I've so. talked about it in the past before too, where it's like you know, and and the way I always look at it too is like, okay, like you know, it's my choice. I'm a grown man, so like totally. they still got to go to school. There's going to be cupcakes and birthday parties. So like, if I were to force that, like I know what a cupcake would do to me. <laughs> and yeah. like, so if I were to force my kids to be keto, like you can't send them to school and not expect them to have a cupcake on some kid's birthday party. You know, like if if no. it ever becomes a detriment to their health. 100% I'm all down for fixing it the way I know how, you know, and, you know, sure. with the you know it's one thing if, but as, as long as they're healthy, you know, that they're, they're free to rock on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I wanted to kind of share that, that part with you there a little bit with, uh, so I'm over my, here, uh, uh, scrolling through some of your, some of your pictures in the man's club here and, uh, and, and tell me the meaning and I'm going to butcher this gratitim ferociter. So I right? actually got that from, uh, yeah. So I had to get a couple suits uh, made and they said, well, what do you want engraved on the inside? And I said, gratitum ferociter. And I had just heard it um, from Mark Bell. Do you guys know who that is? Powerlifter. Yes. He's, uh, he's toyed with, with yep. a ketogenic diet. He kind of goes back yeah. and forth. But um, man, you talk about a transformation. And uh, But uh, he he talked about it one day, gratitum ferociter. And it's Latin for step-by-step step ferociously. And uh, it, it's it's kind of how I try to live my life. You know, you don't have to go in and, and uh you know, run 5k one day and, and then deadlift the next. No, uh, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't have to be an absolute, <laughs> uh, you know, you don't have to be, um, a psycho and, and, you know, kill yourself in the gym or, or, or in business or whatever. To me, it's all about balance and it's just little small incremental changes and steps that lead up to amazing and positive changes and results. And, uh, you know, that's, um, that, that's anything in business for making that extra phone call a day, um, you know, we're going to the gym and when you don't want to, and even if it's just a 20 minute, like I, I work out 90% at home. Um, I've, I've got a pretty nice little setup. Uh, I do have a gym membership. Sometimes I just, I kind of want to, you know, brush my teeth and, and go to the gym, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, just, just, you know, a 20 minute workout is way better than nothing, you know, and just, oh, absolutely. just, 
you know, making small little incremental changes. And I'm a bit of a junkie for, um, uh, you know, positive self-talk and, and all those stuff or all those things. So, yeah, I saw you're so what a fan of, uh, David Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. Have you read his book? You should read, read his book. Actually, you should, you should hear his book because it's kind of, uh, it's kind of podcasty and kind of, cause he'll, he'll read the book. And then he'll talk with his ghostwriter. Um, like they'll, they'll read it. He'll say a chapter or two. And then he, then his ghostwriter will go, okay, I'm just going to stop you right there. What were you thinking with it? And it's super cool. But the guy's a That's psycho. Really yeah. I heard the know. audio book was, uh, was well worth, well worth the, the yeah. cost. Yeah. But the guy's a psycho. And you know, like. <laughs> My my business partner and I were talking about it the other day, and like that's a great book, and I love David Goggins. Like it's a great book for if you want to motivate yourself and you know kind of really go savage like that. But you know I'm interested in people that kind of have the whole well-rounded package. You know, there's no point in having a million bucks in the bank account if you can't walk a flight of stairs, and there's no point in being in the best shape of your life if you're you know a piece of junk human being. So, you know, it's it's um, you know I I don't think the guy's got much balance in his life, but um, <laughs> but that's just me. Well, yeah, you know, so. yeah, and the, the book is a uh, it can't hurt me. Is that right? Can't hurt me. Yeah. And you know, what's yeah, funny is, is, uh, do you guys know who Jesse Itzler is? The name's ringing Itzler. a bell. I just can't think of it okay. right now. So he's a billionaire and he's married to Sarah Blakely, who's a billionaire. So they live that lifestyle, but he owns a coconut water company. He was a one hit wonder on MTV, really unique individual, but he has a book and it's it, the audio version is really funny. It's called 30 days living with a seal. And this guy who's in pretty good shape, right. he's done, you know, marathon runs and stuff. He hires David Goggins to live with him for 30 days and <laughs> beat the absolute hell out of him. And it's really funny, but it's pretty inspiring too. And uh, yeah, it, they, they only refer to David because I think he was under contract still with the SEALs. Uh, they only re- refer to him in the book as SEAL. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. So That's awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned that your wife uh, is kind of a metabolic machine and uh-huh. doesn't have to do keto and does McDonald's runs late at night and still, you know, skinny as a rail. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the other family members, uh, you know, outside of your family, parents, brothers, sisters, aunts and uncles, uh, or even just your, your close friends, what have they done reactively to you adopting this lifestyle? Um, you know, everyone's pretty supportive. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the results speak for themselves and, uh, you know, it, it's kind of hard to, to argue with me. Um, again, I've done a lot of research on the topics. So, um, you know, I'm not one of those bacon worship keto. I brush my teeth with bacon grease and, you know, <laughs> cause I'm a man, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there, if you can really, um, if you can really educate people, they're, they're pretty supportive. Um, as, as we were dealing with our technical glitch there, I, I, I got a text from my mother to my wife and I, cause we're going over there for dinner and she's made a dish. I, I didn't, I kind of really only read the text kind of with one eye, but you know, something said something about keto cauliflower rice or whatever. So she, you know, she, everyone's pretty supportive. And, uh, okay. you know, like I said, I, I thought my wife was going to kill me, um, when she found out I was doing it. And then when I told you that I had lost some weight and I was going to go to the doctor and she said, well, what happens if, you know, if things aren't good, what are you going to do? But, um, yeah, she's, she's super supportive with it. So yeah, yeah. good, good. Uh, so 
uh, one other question that I had in this kind of, you know, obviously your health was, was a factor that, that you just, you know, just health alone, seeking health is, is motivation enough, but do you, well, I give myself as an example, like I talked during my episode for me, I hit 35 and I'm like, or was about to hit 35 and, and I'm like, okay, I want to live to 70. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? I need to get healthy. I need yeah. to get my act together and started my search towards health that way. And that was my motivation of, okay, I, I want to live my best life. What is yours? What, what's kind of been your anchor for that? What kind of, um, other than just the, the search for health sparked that in you? Well, you know, I've always been, I, I, I never had one of those Oprah aha moments where, Hey, you know, I should get in shape. Oh, really? Like I, I tried over the years, you know, and, and I tried to be healthy and, and I, I'd like to say it was for health, but truth is, 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 you know, I, I did it for uh, a major portion of it was for narcissistic reasons. Um, you know, I, I wanted to we look good. are men good. after all. <laughs> and, yeah, right. And, you know, I wanted to look good and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, just, just that overall. Um, so it's not that I wasn't trying to get healthy or whatever. I just felt like, you know, I was living that, that, um, kind of that bodybuilding diet. Like that was the only thing I knew. Right. So, okay, I got to get back into shape. This is, this is BS. I'm, I'm going to get back on the wagon. And well, what do I turn to Ch- chicken and rice or chicken and broccoli? Mm-hmm. And it, that stuff just makes me hungrier and it just, it doesn't satisfy me. It doesn't fulfill me. And, uh, you know, and then, then I would just kind of blow it out or whatever on a cheat day. And even though I didn't really earn that cheat day and, you know, I, I, I heard a, a great, uh, a great way of, of, uh, describing it, uh, deranged metabolism. You know, everyone goes like, it, it, I, I just want to poke people in the eye when they say, well, just move more and eat less. You know, I was, I was, you know, I, I was always kind of, I mean, I wasn't super, super consistent, but you know, at 310 pounds, I did a 50 K bike ride for MS and, you know, I was, I was doing all that stuff and, and, you know, I would go into the gym. I actually turned into a bit of a cardio queen because every time I hit the weights, I would, my, my dress shirts would get tighter and then I would get hungrier. And I just, I was just sort of this, you know, big old savage. Um, so I really kind of got into, to bike riding and, uh, and, uh, you know, spin class and things like that, just cause I thought, you know, that that's the only thing that's going to work for me. So I love being back in the gym now. It's, it's great. I, I'm not pulling big weights or anything, but I sure miss that pump and just a sidetrack. Um, I don't know if I answered your question, Chris, or, or not, but mm-hmm. just a sidetrack when I, so two things when I started keto, when I, when I, I read about, um, Dominic D'Agostino, Tim Ferriss said the first time he was on their podcast, they sold out of this certain, I forget the name brand of it, but it was a, a, a an organic sardine company or mm. something. And okay. I was like, Oh God, am I going to have to eat sardines? Like just, just to lose weight. <laughs> and I bought about six cans of them, not the organic kind, but just, you know, whatever. Cause I wanted to try different kinds. And I'm proud to say that they're still in my pantry two and a half years later and I've never eaten them. And I, I, I never, I don't think I ever will, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, uh, but I was that desperate that I was just like, you know what, whatever, I'll, I'll eat wood chips if that's what it takes. If, if, if I need to go on a diet of straight wood chips, that's what I'm going to eat. Like I was so fed up with, <laughs> with that. Right. And then, you know, I had this new son and, and everything. And, um, 
another thing too that I, I love with with keto and the non-scale victories is like I, I had gone from 300 pounds to 250 before and you know I kind of got skinny fat you know and I, I just I felt like I lost some muscle but oh well you know you're getting older and you know as long as you look good in in clothes that that's okay um but with keto like I've got veins in my forearms that I never had even when I was like, quote unquote, in in shape. Like I really thought I was just going to deflate, but at least I'd look good in a suit. And, you know, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll drop some weight, but, you know, I'll, I'll feel better maybe or I'll feel lighter, you know. And it's just, it's like, it's it's almost superhuman, you know. Um, yes. Yeah. It's just so cool. Like you were, you were showing off your veins there the other day, uh, Alberto. And, and it's just, I'm like, I get it. it. I drove my wife nuts the first six months I was on. I'm like, check this out. I got a new vein. And she's like, I get it. You've got a vein. <laughs> so you don't yeah. understand vascularity, no. bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gains, bro. Yeah. So it's just, it's really cool that way. Right. And, uh, you know, just different non-scale victories. I I, uh, I have an old classic car that's 19 feet long, but the cockpit it, it doesn't really, it's not really conducive to being a, a you know for a big man. And I fit in that better. Um, I mentioned it on the group one time. You know, I went to go read my kids a story. My wife was it, we were out at our trailer. We've got an RV lot um, just in in the next province over, and you know those RV beds aren't really sturdy and. Uh, you know, my wife was laying there with her two kids and she said, come on, daddy, like, you know, let's read us a story. And I, I put one knee on the bed and I went, I kind of have one of those, oh crap moments. I, I, I hope I don't break this bed if I get on it. And then I remembered, oh yeah, I lost more weight than my two kids weigh right now. So, you know, that was just like, just stuff <laughs> like that, man. It's, yeah. it's amazing. You know, it's just, it's, um, it's, it's so amazing. And, and sometimes, you know, you kind of go, well, you know, the scale hasn't moved for a while or whatever, but you just, you kind of look back at where you were and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So I, at 44, I feel like I'm in better shape than I was when I was 21, 22 years old and, you know, deadlifting 500 pounds. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, the, those types of experiences that you have, like you did with the the bed, where you realize, oh wait, I don't, I don't have to worry about this so much because there's no reason that this shouldn't work right. Yeah, like it's going to support me. That that's huge. That's just yeah. so huge. Um, you mentioned previously, so uh, you know, doing working working out fasting and and giving blood fasted. Uh, is that just intermittent fasting, or do you have a specific regimen? Extended fasting. What what's your take on all of that and experience? I've kind of toyed with it all over the years. Um, and what I found with keto is I try to switch it up a little bit. So typically I, I, uh, I usually go to bed around 10, 10 30. Um, and then I, like I stop eating at seven, six And then I typically won't eat until noon or one. Sometimes I push it if I'm busy, but you know what? Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll want a big old fat breakfast of bacon and eggs, or sometimes I'll want, um, heavy cream in my coffee. But I, I even kind of cycle that, right? Just kind of catching mm -hmm. your body off guard. Like somebody was talking about, it, and I, I don't want to sound like a, a paleo freak or anything like that, but how would our ancestors have eaten, right? We wouldn't have gotten up and, you know, gotten that kill first thing in the morning, unless we were having a really, really lucky day. We had to go up and get up and hunt hungry. And, um, 
you know, so that's kind of how I treat that. Uh, I try not yeah. to eat. I, I try to only eat between uh, noon and eight, but again, I switch it up. And, and sometimes I'll do really low calorie days and then sometimes I'll feast. Uh, always keto, but mm-hmm. yeah. And I try not to get caught up with Alberto's Facebook post with his, you know, <laughs> eating six pounds of ribeye or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And then you got to remember that, uh, you know, he, he's, he's kind of a metabolic freak too. So it wasn't always this way. Like, I'm making up for no. lost time. There is 18 no, I, years of lost time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like that sometimes? Like, man, I wish I would have known insane. now with, with all this, uh, you know, ev- everything is so the fitness industry and nutrition and everything is so, I mean, I, boy, I used to, when I was poor and a gym rat, I used to meal prep. And I remember there were a couple months I was going to school and taking some upgrading classes and, you know, I didn't have a ton of money. I used to boil ground beef because the fat, like it was cheap protein, but it was oh. too fatty. Oh, you know, Lord. They yeah. boil the fat off of it. Oh, the this, just ruins, this just ruins good meat. Oh, I know. It's just, I, want a, I want a time machine so I can go back and punch myself in the face. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah, great source of protein. Or a great source of fat is my, yeah. uh, is my answer to that. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have taken a lot of your time tonight uh, between the, the little technical glitch that hopefully our listeners have very little uh, realization that it actually happened. And and just you've been a great storyteller. Uh, I don't, uh, Alberto, you don't have anything else to ask, I'm guessing at this point, unless he sparked a, something else. No, we covered it all. I had my I had my usual typical list of questions and points I wanted to hit, and, and we blew those out of the water. And then and, and I actually added to that list, and then we blew those out of the water. So we're good, man. Oh, good. good. Sorry, I, I hope I didn't kind of ramble on too much or anything. Oh, no, 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 man. No, There's no. my ob- obligatory Canadian apology. So, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <Ed. laughs> so, do you yeah. eat dinner or do you eat supper? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a dinner person, but we do have friends that are supper people, and uh, I kind of judge them. I kind of judge them. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> I'm yeah. being from Kansas City. I have adopted, let's see, what do I say now? Um, I don't say pop. Uh, I definitely don't say Coke. I usually n- normally say soda, I think, uh, when I'm okay. referring to the carbonated beverages but uh it, it is one of those things that uh growing up it, it was always a, a little bit of something because growing up in the, the midwest we're a mix of so much uh, but down here in texas everything's coke uh what type of coke would you like uh type thing and so it's <laughs> something to, to adjust for always okay well let's see what other business do we have before we sign off for the day um, we missed having Jim with us. I know he probably would have had another question or two, but yeah, that's um, too bad. Yeah. He, he, uh, he was busy and that happens. Um, mm-hmm. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and say, I'm going to, I'm going to call out Mike Gorman and, uh, you know, on Instagram, Gormy underscore goes underscore keto and his fat guy forum, uh, said it in the beginning of the podcast. I'm going to say it again, check it out, listen to it at me being, you know, I, I've never been that big of a guy. I was fat for myself, but I wasn't that big of a guy. And I use the word fat because he uses the word fat in the podcast. He says it like a million times. He's not ashamed yeah. of it. If you go on his Instagram page, he is brutally, ruthlessly honest 
and he 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 almost shameless, but if you can say shameless in a positive way. So I mean, I I could give this guy all this. I could talk about him all night. We could just keep this going for another hour, just me talking about Mike Gorman. But go check out his podcast. Uh, Miles Russell was the the interview this week. He's also a member. Uh, we met him at KetoCon. Hell of a guy. Um, I just want to leave it at that as far as callouts go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's that's mine as well because that's um that's something I'm really excited for. Uh, for Gorming and for his journey. And he, you know, his, his podcast is not exactly specifically focused at keto. It's, it's uh, focused on something a little deeper into the world of um, what it's like to be a super heavyweight uh, guy and trying to, uh, trying to reclaim some of your identity and health uh, and what that implication is and kind of the psychological as well as the physical effects of that. So I think that's important. That's a, it's a different conversation than we get to have on a daily basis. And I think that's good. Okay. Well, that's pretty much all we've got for this, uh, for this week. I do want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you prefer to listen to. You can, uh, easily do that through our web player on our uh, on the links that we send out uh, via our website. So you can definitely uh, schedule or you can definitely subscribe fairly easily right there. Um, and uh, then you don't miss an episode, which uh, that's that's a great thing. And then do us a favor whenever you get the chance, uh, like what we mentioned earlier, uh, get on uh, the Apple podcast and leave a, a comment comment or a uh, give us a, a, a five star or a one star because you know we'll take negative feedback just as much as we will positive feedback it's all feedback and that's a good thing uh, but Alberto likes to read the negative stuff and <laughs> we uh, would crave uh, you going ahead and, and uh, helping us spread the word about us uh, about because we do have a message that uh, I believe is important uh, for men to hear and I don't even care if they're if they're ketogenic or not, I believe that we are talking about things that are, are impactful for men in general. Uh, and so that's been great. So let's go through um, real quickly. Uh, now, you can reach all three of us on uh, the Keto Man's Club Facebook group. So if you are not a member and want to join, please go to theketomansclub.com. And that will get you to our uh, to our Facebook group. You can fill out a couple questions. Please answer all three questions, and you'll be able to get accepted within a day or so. And we will uh, we'll go from there. It, you can reach us pretty much anytime. Uh, Alberto and myself are admins, so we're seeing everything pretty pretty regularly. Uh, so just reach out to us there. That's one way. Uh, you can also reach out to myself uh, via Instagram. And I am at Duckman Keto on Instagram for my keto-related stuff. Uh, I've been a little bit more active there since KetoCon than uh, than I had been in the past. My personal is Duckman1221. Uh, you'll see more of my my animals and things like that in in uh, in that. Uh, 
Instagram feed. Uh, and so that's it for me personally. Uh, Jim is at Jim Inman Jr. on Instagram. Uh, so you can see his, uh, his dogs and his food and whatever else he posts, uh, which is somewhat infre- infrequently. Uh, and then, Alberto, where can people find you? You have a new one that people can find. I you do. It, 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 quick little backstory because it all kind of started as a joke. Speaking of KetoCon, which KetoCon in itself was a lesson in Instagram. <laughs> I learned a lot that weekend as far as Instagram. But yeah, as a, and you guys probably, we're all familiar with the stories we talked about it. But uh, we, we left KetoCon and we were going to meet up with everyone at barbecue. And Chris decided they wanted to take, uh, who, who else went with us? I forget his name. I forget his name right now. We went to go get barbecue. Zen wheel. Um, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I can't guy. remember him as Zen wheel. Uh, they decided they want to hop on these little scooters, you know, and, and they want to, and it's only a mile and a half way. And me being a caveman that I am, I couldn't even figure out how to get the app to work with my credit card to get out of this scooter. And, you know, we, KetoCon was over. I had ran to my truck. I came back. I was wearing, I was wearing nothing but a wife beater. How come there's no better word for wife beater? <laughs> Anyways, we all know what we're talking about. <laughs> the politically correct name for them, I believe, is a shirt, which makes no sense. I was wearing a a shirt. Anyways, an a shirt. Back to the story. Yeah. We're going to go on for too long. So here I am. I'm wearing my sunglasses, wearing my dicky shorts as I usually do, wearing my a a shirt. <laughs> And, and I'm ripping down the street once I got the hang of the scooter. And these things had the cutest little bells on them that you could possibly imagine. And Chris had made the comment that the look on people's faces as they've seen their first cholo on a scooter <laughs> ripping through downtown Austin <laughs> was hilarious. It was a partial frightening, partial hilarious. And so that joke kind of went on for a while. And then Mike Gorman had made a comment. So anyways, to wrap this all around in one big circle, my new Instagram is the Keto Cholo. I love it. Yeah, you yep. should have a yeah, 61, yeah, 61 Impala there somewhere in, in your thing. But I need to. And now I'm just deciding, <laughs> do I throw in like Garnal and Essay and Holmes and every one of my Instagram posts just to, to further to further push the stereotype? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, it's funny, though. Hey, the first time I heard – I just said A. Uh, the first time I heard <laughs> the term wife beater. I was like, oh my God, that is the worst. But like 20 years later now, it's mainstream. Like my mother would say, yeah, he was wearing a wife beater. You know, it's so bad. <laughs> but we've accepted well, now it. You call, now you call it an A shirt from now on. But an I'm going to say it just like that. In A shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's um, Albert. Chris, it's Alberto. You're lucky he was wearing a shirt at all. So. Well, yeah, in public, he tries, especially whenever they have a no shirts, no shoes, no, you know, no service. And we were going to barbecue. I scratch a lot, but I keep the shirt on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So people can find Alberto now on his new Instagram, which is the Keto Cholo. And uh, he, he's been posted a few things there already. Um, You can also find him and his paint stuff at, uh, at capital underscore painter. Uh, so that's a good one as well um, to to follow all of his auto painting stuff. Uh, so it it's interesting to see uh, things like his. Uh, uh, that was a Harley tank this week, I believe, that you were painting and, and showing yes, off yes, how, yes. how you could do that. So that's uh, that that was a cool thing to to be able to see. 
Okay. Uh, as far as contact information for the show, we've got a couple of those items to mention. We'll mention them again in the uh, closing recording as well. But uh, we do have a, a podcast Instagram that you can uh, reach us at with at Keto Man's Club Podcast. We highly suggest that you follow that because we do uh, tend to push out a quick reminder that the podcast episodes come out or any updates on if they're delayed. Uh, so we try to keep that up to date there. You can also uh, email us uh, if you want to, to uh, any comments, questions, uh, if you're interested in coming on the show and make Brad not feel like the first one who had an ego trip and uh, <laughs> wanted to share his story. Uh, you can email us at keto man's club podcast at gmail.com. So feel free to reach out there as well. Uh, our website, once again, is the keto man's club.com and you can get, the, uh, you can use that to get directly to our Facebook group. We are so glad that you were here this week and, uh, and, and listening, Brad, thank you. Oh, I totally almost skipped it. Okay. Brad, where can people get a hold of you other than the Facebook group? It's been an absolute pleasure by the way. And I'm actually surprised that I was the first person to reach out because there's so many great dudes on that, sh on that uh, group in that group that have so much to share. And I really thought that there was going to be a, a bit of a lineup because I, I, I really want to hear a lot of these guys stories and uh, I just wanted to be the first Canadian, but um, uh, so come on boys, step up. Uh, you know, we, we want to hear your stories and uh, it's just so cool. Everyone's different. Everyone has their, their, you know, their different life. And, and uh, you know, we're all kind of bonded by that. Uh, I'm on the Instagram um, realtor, Brad pond, Y Y C underscore. OKO. Um, you could find me there. I, I don't really post a lot about keto. I don't, you know, a lot of realtors, they post beds and baths, beds and baths, beds and baths, and it's boring. I, I try to keep it a little funny with, uh, you know, everything from fitness to, uh, you know, what I ate that day to, you know, just, just funny stuff. And, uh, you know, just try to keep, kind of keep it entertaining. So, um, yeah. And then I'm on Facebook as well. Very good. Very good. Well, uh, again, thank you for coming. And that's it for this week. Until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, and get some good sleep. And repeat, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs>